Here, we talk about intuitive eating and Jesus. Hi, I'm Nyla, and welcome to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm a certified health and life coach specializing in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a Christian perspective. I pray this podcast allows you to learn the skill of intuitive eating and tap into the awesome body wisdom God intentionally designed into you for food choices and exercise choices. This podcast will teach you how to have a peaceful and joyful relationship with food and fitness, the kind that God desires all his children to experience. I'll also teach you how to view your body as God sees it. I believe Adam and Eve were intuitive eaters in the Garden of Eden, and I'm on a mission to help as many Christian women as I can eat with ease and calm as those two did all those years ago in that famous garden. Hey guys, welcome back to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Nyla. Today we're doing a first for this podcast. We're doing a part three. I've never done a part two of a series. I've never done a series before and we're doing a part three though. I just still had more to say about this topic of how to have a healthy relationship with your phone, specifically Instagram, and how to use intuitive eating skills and transfer those to how you use Instagram. So I did part two. I thought I got everything out that I wanted to say that I hadn't said in part one and then I kept thinking about it. Nope, I still have more to say. So here we are in part three. And today I'm going to talk about gentle nutrition. So gentle nutrition is the 10th principle of intuitive eating. And it's the one that you should really apply last because without working through the other principles first, when you get to gentle nutrition, it'll be really hard to do it without just a diet mindset. You got to get rid of that diet mindset which the other principles help you to do so that when you get to principle 10, honor your health with gentle nutrition, you're going to do it with an intuitive eating mindset rather than a dieting mindset. And I'm going to talk about gentle nutrition today and yeah, how we can use some of those mindsets that we use with gentle nutrition in intuitive eating, how we can use those with our relationship with Instagram. So I love grains. I just love it so much. If a meal doesn't have grains in it, I find that it's not satisfying for me. Other people are different. If there's not meat in a meal, they just feel like it's not satisfying to them. I could take or leave the meat, but if there's some kind of grain in it, I really like that. And so my taste buds, they would be okay with my whole meal just being grains of some kind, like having bread and having pasta and specifically carbs. I guess I love carbs. So maybe having a sweet potato too, just all of that kind of stuff on my plate. If I could eat anything I wanted and I would feel amazing, I would probably just eat grains or carbs all day long. But I have done that at certain meals and I don't like how it makes me feel. I remember one time I was eating my lunch. I was a teacher's assistant at a school and I remember packing all sweet things. So I had a strawberry yogurt and I had trail mix that had craisins and chocolate chips in it. And then I also had packed a loaf of some kind. I think it was like a lemon. No, it wasn't lemon. It was pineapple with coconut. And it was, yeah, it also had craisins and raisins in it. And it was sweet. So my whole lunch was sweet. And I love carbs, but I specifically love sweet carbs. And I remember enjoying that. It tasted good. But then when the meal was done, I just felt gross. And it was a learning opportunity in that moment that I actually feel better when I eat a variety of flavors at a meal. 
I feel better when I eat a variety of food groups at a meal as well and like also like a variety of macronutrients at a meal. So even though my taste buds love to eat just carbs or just sweet things, my stomach doesn't feel good. It doesn't like that. So I'm going to read actually from the intuitive eating book that I have. I thought that the paragraph at the beginning of the chapter on honoring your health with gentle nutrition, I thought it was really good. So this is what it says. It says, make food choices that honor your health and taste buds while making you feel well. Remember that you don't have to eat perfectly to be healthy. You will not suddenly get a nutrient deficiency or gain weight from one snack, one meal, or one day of eating. It's what you eat consistently over time that matters. Progress, not perfection, is what counts. So I love at the beginning how it says, make food choices that honor your health and your taste buds while making you feel well. So there's three parts in that one sentence. Making food choices that honor your health, so they provide you with nutrients that your body needs, and that honors your taste, so you actually like the taste of it. You're not just eating tomatoes because they're healthy, but you're eating the vegetables that you actually like the taste of. And then it also says making food choices that make you feel well, that leave you feeling good mentally and physically after the meal, that it's not just an enjoyable experience during the meal for your taste buds, but it's an enjoyable experience post-eating for your body that has to live with the consequences of what you ate at that meal or snack. All that to say about gentle nutrition is that you are not always doing what you want to do in the moment, but you're considering your future self. How will my choices right now make her feel? And I want to choose things right now that my future self will benefit from. So make the choice now that will be a good choice later still, that it won't just be a fun choice right now. It's going to be a feel-good choice later, if that makes sense. So with Instagram, I wanted to go on the other day I'll give you an example I wanted to go on in the evening my current self my present self wanted to go on but I had already gone on a couple times in the day and I just knew you know what if I consume more of that it's not going to leave me feeling good I've I know that I've met my quota of the day for Instagram and I'm feeling okay but eating more quote-unquote eating more of Instagram consuming more is not going to make me feel good so it just reminded me of those days where I've ate some carbs But I know that, you know, I better round out this meal with some vegetables. I should get some protein of some kind, whether it's through chickpeas or whether it's through meat of some kind. I I feel better with that well-rounded plate rather than just eating the carbs. And I find other things that I enjoy too. It's not like I'm making myself eat a protein or a vegetable that I don't like. In those categories, I'm picking the ones that I, I do enjoy. So when I told myself, no, you've had enough of Instagram then I went and did something else that was enjoyable I think I went and sat on the deck and just kind of enjoyed the sunset and then I went and read in bed and so does that make sense how I'm kind of relating the gentle nutrition mindsets with how I use Instagram and another principle of intuitive eating is discover the satisfaction factor it's principle six and it's my favorite one and it talks about eating foods in a satisfying way in a satisfying environment and eating foods that are satisfying to you personally and so I relate that to Instagram use too where I use it where we kind of talked about this in an earlier episode where I use it in satisfying environments so for me that's when it's quiet when it's not rushed and I'm able to mindfully use Instagram in those moments so that it leaves me feeling satisfied from the experience and again it's about 
quality over quantity of Instagram use, just like the same with food. I remember eating a brownie once and we only had, I think, one brownie left. And so I was really enjoying every bite that maybe took me four bites to eat it. But I really took my time just noticing the chocolate chips in it, just noticing how it had like that fudgy texture. And then I also remember eating the same brownie. It was like a black bean brownie, I think, with coconut in it. And it was so good. But we had more left, so I took a bigger serving. And I just found it so interesting that eating it in a quality way, in a satisfying way, I actually was more satisfied from having just a little bit of brownie left, that tiny bit that I ate really slowly, than when I ate the bigger amount. And I think that's why fancy restaurants give you a smaller portion, because then you're going to eat it slowly and actually enjoy the experience more. So sometimes you go to a fancy restaurant and you're like, this is a ripoff. They gave me like a thimble full of soup. What is this? <laughs> but it's really to slow you down so you can actually take in the experience of the food with your different senses and really enjoy that creation that a chef spent a lot of time creating for you. So in the same way, I think a little bit of time on Instagram done mindfully, like I was eating that one brownie that we had left over, sometimes the less time on Instagram done mindfully can be more enjoyable than spending a full hour or even going on it every day. I have found that if I go on mindfully for even 10 minutes, five minutes, and I just really enjoy my time there, really slowly, not rushing, it's way more enjoyable than times when I'm like quickly trying to get it in and maybe when I'm there a longer amount of time, but it's just not as enjoyable. And sometimes I get on and I'm like, I wanna do all these things, but I don't have time. So I ask myself, okay, you have time to mindfully do checkups on two accounts. Which accounts do you want to check up? Because you know that it's going to be enjoyable with the time that you have. So then I pick two accounts and I go and enjoy that just slowly, looking over their stories, feeds, really reading their posts and reflecting on what they say, maybe commenting instead of, oh no, I only have 10 minutes. I want to look at eight of these accounts, but I don't have time. And then just rushing through all of them just to consume, consume, consume. And then afterwards you're like, that didn't even feel good. Kind of like eating a bunch of ice cream at once but not really even like enjoying it or noticing it as much because you're just eating it quickly yeah sometimes less time on instagram done mindfully slowly taking in the experience can be way more satisfying than a lot of time on instagram and while we're on the topic of the satisfaction factor of intuitive eating it's always okay to pivot from a plan a food plan but also an instagram plan so I used to never let myself pivot from my food plans. I do meal plan, but I do it really flexible. I usually pick about five meals and have enough groceries in the house for those five meals. And then each night I ask myself and my husband, what one sounds best today? Like what one fits our schedule best today too? And then we go with that one. So it's super just honoring of the satisfaction factor in the moment because you don't know what's going to be satisfying until you're in that moment. Sure, you can meal plan and say let's make this and this and this but then maybe you get to Thursday and you plan soup and it's a really hot day and you're like I don't really want soup I might kind of feel like something colder today like salad or something like that and so it's totally okay to pivot from a plan that's not being a failure that's being a success in listening to your body cues and what is satisfying and I used to not do that I used to 
just be really rigid. I plan out all my meals and I had to eat this on Monday because that's what I plan. I have to eat this on Tuesday. And it would be really sad because I'd sometimes go to the grocery store and find a new product and be super excited to try it, say like a new brand of cereal. But then I go and look at my food calendar and it's like, oh, I can't fit you in for a month because I've already planned out all my meals and it, it's really sad. And then when a month passes, that cereal might not be actually as enjoyable as it would have been when I ate it when I was really craving it. I used to do that with baking too. I'd make homemade baking, but I wouldn't let myself eat it till I had room on my plan. And I remember when I learned intuitive eating and when I worked with my own coach in 2019 and I let myself pivot from a plan, I gave myself permission. I started eating warm baking, still like fresh from the oven. And it was just this amazing experience knowing like, hey, I didn't plan to eat you because I wasn't planning to make muffins today, but then I did. And now I get to eat this banana chocolate chip muffin while it's still warm from the oven and the chocolate chips are like all melty. And it's just this awesome thing. And when I wasn't doing that, it was kind of like having no white space in my social calendar where a friend would come and say, like the way I was behaving around food would be ridiculous if that's the way I behaved around friends saying like, oh, actually, I can't go for a walk with you. I can't go for coffee with you because I'm booked for the next month. I can fit you in in 30 days. A friend would be like, really? You don't have any time for me in the next 30 days? Unless it's like a crazy busy season or whatever. But that's what I was doing with food. And it was just really killing the satisfaction factor in my food intake. Because yeah, what sounds good today might not sound as good tomorrow. And then when I finally let myself eat it, it's it's just not as satisfying because I'm not craving it like the way I was the other day. And anyways, all that to say, you can have a plan with Instagram like you meal plan, but be flexible with your meal plans and your Instagram use. Maybe you plan to take this weekend off, but then you have something that you just really want to share. You feel God leading you to go on to share something from a sermon or you just really want to share something and that's okay. And I just want to speak that over you. It's okay to pivot from a plan. You're not a failure. Just ask yourself, why am I wanting to pivot from this? Is it, am I feeling pressured by other people? Or is it a joyful motivation why I want to do this? Just really get behind the why. It's not the behavior that indicates if we're doing something unhealthy. It's the why behind it. So ask yourself, okay, I was going to take the weekend off, but why do I not want to? Is that a healthy why? Or is that kind of addicted feeling? Am I feeling that pull to Instagram? Like, this is really hard to fast from it. Or is it, I just really want to share this encouragement with someone today and I feel led to do that. So, and, and you could just invite the Lord into like, is it okay to pivot from this plan that I had with Instagram or should I continue with it? Just invite him in and he'll give you that impression on your heart. Just expect some direction, expect uh, impression of some kind of like, yes, go forward with the plan or no, don't keep to this plan. Do what I'm kind of leading you to do. So yeah, I hope that all makes sense as I'm kind of relating gentle nutrition and the satisfaction factor with intuitive eating, relating that to Instagram use. Those were just some of those thoughts that were coming to mind while I was still chewing on this topic. Okay, to conclude, for gentle nutrition, relating that to Instagram, it doesn't mean we always just use Instagram how we want to in the moment. We're also taking in consideration our future self and how we want her to feel. Just like I said, I would love to eat carbs all day long just in the moment, but the future me is not going to feel so great with that choice. So even if you want to go on Instagram all day long or like seven days a week, would your future self feel better with a different choice? Just taking that into consideration, just like that paragraph I read in the book was talking about honoring your taste buds. So what feels pleasurable in the moment 
but also what will feel good. And that means post-meal or post-using Instagram. And then as for the satisfaction factor, that is giving yourself permission to change any Instagram plans that you had. One of my virtual assistant clients, she was going to take a whole year off of Instagram. And then she actually came back after three months because the lessons that she was hoping to learn in a year off Instagram, she felt like she had learned them, that that goal that she had set for herself, that she had achieved it in three months rather than the year that she thought it would take her. And that's totally not a failure. It's she's totally worth celebrating. She was not ashamed at all. She was excited to go back on Instagram because she had learned how to use it in a joyful way in a shorter amount of time than she thought she would need a year off completely. And that's okay. I just think that Instagram food, they're more fun when you have that wiggle room, that permission to change your mind. Even today, I had planned to just go on and share one post. And then I ended up sharing a couple other things in my stories because I worked on a newsletter for my email list. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to plug that in the stories, see if anybody wants to join it. So I shared a little bit about writing my newsletter email in my stories, even though I didn't plan to. And that's totally fine and so just give yourself permission you don't have to be so rigid with a plan and yeah so I want to end with a fun question actually I talked about how I love carbs and if I could be on an island and only have one food group I think I would definitely go with like grains (laughs) but if I could only have one food I think I would do trail mix and that's kind of cheating because I guess there's like different foods within trail mix, but I really, really love trail mix. I remember I was a camp counselor one year and they had all the cabin leaders, counselors go up to the front and talk about like what is their favorite food. And everyone else was saying like milkshakes or burgers or all these like fun foods. And I just said trail mix and all the kids were like, ew. (laughs) But I think trail mix is a fun food. It is very satisfying to my taste buds and it makes me feel very good too. So I'm just curious, DM me on Instagram at Nutrition with Nyla and let me know if you were stuck on an island, what would be your food of choice? I asked my husband that once and he said a cow. <laughs> I've never heard someone answer that, but I thought that was funny. And he said, cause he could do different cuts of meat cause he finds meat very satisfying. So like carbs to me is what meat is to him. And so he thought, yeah, I could like make a steak. I could get some ground beef. And <laughs> so yeah, let me know what would be your like island choice food if you could only have one and you can definitely cheat and give answers like me and my husband did that are not actually just one food (laughs) but yeah okay thank you so much for listening and I do believe this is the last episode in this series I think that everything has been fully said on this topic and next time I come back on the show whenever inspiration hits for another episode on the intuitive eating with Jesus podcast it will be on a different topic, not about Instagram. So, all right. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I'm going to head off and it's a Saturday. I'm going to go and do a little weightlifting workout because that sounds satisfying and joyful to me. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Nyla, what's a Christian life coach? 
Great question. Well, when a basketball player wants to improve their skills on the court, they hire a basketball coach or a personal trainer. When a child or adult desires to improve their singing voice or musical instrument skills, they hire a voice teacher or a piano or guitar teacher. Certified life coaches like me, we help people get stronger in various life areas that they feel less than confident in currently. As your Christian life coach, I can help you ditch dieting and improve body image from a biblical lens, as well as help you feel better in other areas such as relationships, boundaries, people-pleasing, self-care, comparison, perfectionism, and more. To book an inquiry call, you can go to Instagram and you can DM me at Nutrition with Nyla and say you're interested. It's for free and it's 15 minutes and you can ask me all your questions about possibly hiring me as your Christian life coach and I do it virtually over the phone so it doesn't even matter if we're not in the same country, which is so cool. Technology is such a gift from the Lord.